Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas or Happy Chinaka, whatever you're celebrating out there. Kwanzaa, I'm in for that too. Is there any other holidays that are made up that I'm missing here? Um, can't think. The Chinese New Year's, that is that uh, around the bend? No, I mean, you could maybe toss in Ramadan. I don't know when that falls. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a Ramadan, dude. Let's throw Ramadan up on the old hibach. Let's chop it up on the hibachi grill, the old Ramadan. Uh, James is out. So in case you haven't heard, there is uh, crazy weather across the nation not that it's really in Texas. I think we've got some Texas problems down here that, uh, well, let's face it. To the rest of the nation, we would look like pussies. Um, I, was, I was scared driving here, Ross. Were you? Yeah. Were you? Because it was, 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 was 40? I was, was going to call in. Yeah. yeah I, I, I get that, it. That wind, you know. I get it, the dude. Car, the new car sits a little high. Sure does. You know, it's sure does, friends. Sure does. Uh, I get a call from one of the two schools. So the other one, they were fine. They were like, oh, yeah, you can go to school. The other kid, though, he's going to die. Um, so Jesse's not here because they, they canceled school. We're supposed to go see Santa tonight with the kids. They canceled that, too. I think it's supposed to get down to 15 degrees. Which, it, it, as everyone knows, uh-huh. if you walk outside when it's 15 degrees, you will die instantly. Yes. I, it, I don't think there's a chance of survival there. No, no. I mean, you, it doesn't matter how bundled up you are. You will die instantly. Yeah. If 15 degree Fahrenheit air. Yeah. Yep. Touches your skin. You will die. Uh, Needless to say, she is not stoked about this, uh, nor the kids uh, not stoked about seeing Santa. So dad had to to make up for that. I'm going to take him to see Puss in Boots tonight. uh, Way cooler than Santa, to be honest. Well, not really for children. So they're they're supposed to reschedule the the Texas Santa tomorrow. Uh, Waiting on the news of that, but uh, Jabes isn't here for the last show of the year. As you know, if you've been a long-time listener, uh, we always do a 2022 uh, year in review, or whatever the year is, in review, and look back at the top stories to end it, and then hopefully we have a a banger of a 2023. uh, That's if you don't think we're going to a nuclear war after last night, which we'll talk about later on Drinking Bros. Fake news this afternoon. But in the meantime, top story of the year, Hard AF Seltzer was created, guys. That is in over close to 200 stores. No, I'm kidding. That's not the top story. It should be. We were number one in the state of Florida, beat out Bud Seltzer. uh, And we're also the number one new spirit down there in the state of Florida for November. Got the numbers in, final numbers. We actually smoked Bud Seltzer. It wasn't even really close, to be honest with you. But they, they taste like shit. Uh, now, high up on that list was, uh, was High Noon. I actually enjoy High Noon. It's just not strong enough for me. Uh, it's really fucking expensive, dude. In stores, um, like if you go to Total Wines, because we're in Total Wines down in every single Total Wines in Florida, High Noon is $28.99 for a 12-pack. People are paying for it, so I guess congratulations, but that has nothing to do with inflation. I can promise you that. Uh, Hardy F. Seltzer's double the ABV, and we're coming in right around $17.99. I don't know what they're doing with the four and a half percent. Maybe there's chunks of gold in it, but uh, I do enjoy it. And it makes sense why we're, we're beating out the other brands. And I uh, just wanted to thank you at the top of the show uh, for buying it. Obviously, Christmas is uh, coming up here in three days. So if you want to pick up some 12 packs, 
uh, in Tennessee or Florida if you're in the area. Um, just, just pop into a Total Wines, dude. Grab as many as you can. Fill up the cart. Florida's got all new flavors down there. Uh, Tennessee's a, a, a mix, only because our, our brewery's there. Uh, but I'm heading out there on the 30th uh, for some meetings and all that shit, and I'll keep you informed. But in the meantime, I wanted to thank you for your support this year. That really meant a lot. Anybody who knows me knows that I want to win at all costs and be number one at everything. So that's, uh, it meant a lot coming in at one. For Daddy, uh, top story of the year, though, we did a full show on it. Um, it, was the, it was the Queen. The Queen's death was uh, the top story of the year, according to uh, the AP press. And, and I agree. The, the wild part about that to me is um, sometimes you're live during some of this shit as it's happening. And I remember doing that show. Jesse was not stoked about it, but um, I laughed my fucking ass off as all of that was going down. We got him into the twilight hours there with the queen and then she ended within a span of 90 minutes she was alive they were all flying in they were in the twilight hours and then she died fentanyl overdose and we're gonna miss her dearly but that was one of my favorite shows of the year Giorgio, i want to commend you on that i remember you hitting the switches up in up in this bitch uh to turn the lights off and on at one point i had some form of a lightsaber for the twilight hours you did that was a blast you did it was one of my favorite shows of the year i don't there's there's shows where i leave and i'm still laughing later that was one of them this year for me and i know that's dark where you would have done it for free but it was still nice to get paid yes but it was one of those shows where i laughed so hard and i got home and i was like oh my god there was so much laughter over the Queen's death. She had a great life, though. She had a great run. What, was she 90? You think she topped out at 90? I mean, there's one thing she didn't do. What's that? She didn't hop on top of old Papa G. I know. I know. Before I, she settled off in the old dirt nap. I think about that. I think about that from time to time. I know you do. Yeah. You That's do. probably the only thing I, I really think about. Uh, and then I went back to, we watched the full Meghan Markle uh, Prince Harry doc that we chatted about the other day could hop on top after the queen Meghan Markle yeah 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 I, even Jesse was like god damn I mean since Meg- Jesse's not here can can you just admit that Meghan Markle is like an amazing actress oh well no I can't because I've never seen Suits or one episode of it uh I, di- I did see her in Deal or No Deal and I thought she was great at that um but the the hilarious part is even Jesse had to admit while we were watching it how hot Meghan Markle was and it just, I think it was like maybe episode three or four. She just screams out. She was like, God damn it. Does that bitch ever take a bad picture? And I was like, no. Uh, and that's kind of what you need. Uh, if you're going to have a job like that, where you're in the public eye every single day, and they're going to catch you somewhere. The paparazzi is going to catch you somewhere. There's nothing you can really do about it when you're on that level of fame. They're going to get a bad photo of you probably 20, 30 times a year. There's not one of Meghan Markle out there. It's one of those rare breed of humans that just doesn't need makeup or anything else. She got the perfect complexion. And when you watch the doc, because I, I, I didn't know how real black the mom was. I thought it was like an Aaron Judge type of sitch with, with that whole thing. It wasn't. And the mom was real black. She got the best of both genes where she just always got a, a nice olive tint to her skin and uh, she doesn't need makeup. No. She's one of those rare humans. Dude. She looks she looks the same after five hours in the makeup trailer as she does after twelve hours of like hard anal in a sauna. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. And, like she never looks bad ever. 
And and there was there was points in this doc where she was crying for hours. You know, you could tell at one point. Never looked bad. Never fucking looked bad at that. So for Harry, I kind of get it. I just I just have one question, I guess, that remains is where is the ex-husband? So they never talked about her being married in this at all. Um, where was, where's the ex-husband and how much did they have to pay him to never, ever talk about Meghan Markle? I know he's remarried in real life. I don't know what his job is or if he's independently wealthy on his own. It's just like, yo, man, fuck this. I don't want it to ruin my career because it probably would. Um, you know, if he had to have paparazzi following him and all that other shit, that'd be a nightmare. I wonder what he does for a living. And if it's not a big money ball or job. He's a film producer and literary manager. Trevor Engelson. What's, uh, do you know what, what agency? I'll tell you if he's big time or not. If you give me the agency name, I'll tell you. All right, hold on. How much he's making. F- uh, film producer, talent manager. Because film producer, if, if you're a talent manager, you usually uh, kind of squeeze your way into a film producer credit. I've had managers in my past who have done that to me, and I'm like, what would you really fucking produce on this? And they were like, well, I produced that actor for you that you wanted. And I was like, <laughs> sort of. Because I still had to pay that guy his quote. So, like, what did you really fucking do? And you got money off of that, you motherfucker. Um, so, yeah, they, they usually wiggle their way into a producer credit. So, it's not terribly shocking. But if it's not one of the big three, like a CAA, ICM, uh, William Morris. He's not there. Okay. No. So, here, after college, Engelson began a career as a production assistant. Later moved into talent management before founding his own production company, Underground, in 2001. As a producer, he's worked on several films and TV shows. These include Remember Me, uh, which had 2010 with Robert Pattinson, Outpost 37. Oh, is Remember Me the one where it unnecessarily ends with yes, him 9/11. dying in 9 11? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Uh, is. sure licensed is. to Wed with. Uh, oh, I remember that. Brittany J- Murphy. John, is it Robin Williams, Mandy Moore, and John Krasinski? Oh, I was way off on that one. Um, I remember that. I'm thinking of that wedding movie with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Okay. And then All About Steve, which is... uh, Yeah. Uh, Look, those are high-budget projects. Decent amount of cash, but nothing you're getting rich off of. There's no gigantic box office hits. All right, so knowing that... I got a picture of them, by the way. Okay. Yeah, because he's a decent-looking dude. I remember looking at him in the past. Go ahead, pop him up on on screen here. Uh, Decent-looking dude. And uh, again, she's never taken a bad picture in her life. Uh, so yeah, that's fine. He kind of looks like, uh, Spencer Pratt from the Hills. Um, this was a good look at the time. Yeah, he absolutely. Good. Yeah. He's guy Fox. Yeah. Yeah. This guy Fox for sure. Like that, that, that guy's in every single fraternity Everyone. all across America yeah. right there. Uh, all right, so knowing those credits, if he doesn't come from a wealthy trust fund family, yeah, decent looking dude. There you go. Uh, again, not a bad picture of her. Jesus Christ. That's Let me incredible. see. He went to USC. All right. So USC is very expensive. So he's got to have some rich parents then uh film school at usc he's from great neck new york okay yeah it's, it's on long island yep. probably a nice part of long island yeah it is i've been there uh all right there's there's some money in the family somewhere yeah oh here he went to his high school looks nice what's the name of it john l miller great neck north high school but look this high school looks like it is a university yeah, it looks like princeton right yeah. so it looks like uh the Capitol building there. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. So Homeboy's got some money. I still think there was probably a check that was sent out in an NDA that just said, hey. And I'm sure he was fine with it. Where he's just like, look, man, go with God on this one. Um, because she does seem like a fucking nightmare. Somebody else's nightmare now. And he's just like, all right, if I can get paid off of this and then just kind of coast the rest of my life, 
which is what I've been doing, then we're, we're probably good to go on that. But you haven't heard a word of that fucking guy. Uh, but in the meantime, RIP to the queen, all right? You did the goddamn thing. You ruled for 70 fucking years, and uh, it's pretty impressive. Now, you know, one fucking girl is going to take down the whole empire uh, that you created and uh, kept going for a thousand years. And that sucks, but at least you're not around to see it, you know? And then the puppet, was that her brother with the fucking puppet? He was fucking people with the puppet? Nephew? Nephew or brother? I don't think it was brother. Me. Uh, Rob, can you check that? I think it might be the brother. Was it the brother, Prince William? No. Uh, That would hurt, wouldn't it? Uh, Yeah. He got stripped of all of his titles. Who did? The, uh, The puppet toucher. Oh, uh, the brother. Prince Andrew? Yeah. Is he the brother? He's the brother of Charles. All right. Yeah. Even still, that's a pretty, it's a pretty high up thing. So yeah, you're out of all that, queen. You don't have to deal with the rest of this shit. You're all good to go, dude. Great life for the, the fucking queen. Next up, top, this is the second top story of the year here. I forgot about this because this is so long ago. I was like, is that two years ago? Oh, I was this year. That's right. The fucking Will Smith slap, dude. That happened this year. That happened this year. I forgot that that was this year in this year's Oscars. There's so much news being fed to us on a daily basis and so much crazy shit going on. You kind of just forgot about it. Now, the people who didn't forget about it uh, are the people at Apple and all the producers of the film Emancipation that they spent $145 million on that is currently invisible on, uh, on Apple right now. Has anybody seen this goddamn thing at all? I, I have Seen not. The Emancipation movie? Yeah, Ugh. with Will Smith. It's just, I, I'm interested because I like history movies and stuff like that. Like, I am too. Like and I, I watched 12 Years a Slave, even though I knew it was going to be like fucking brutal. But it's just a type of thing where it's like, you got to like work up the energy to, to watch that movie. Yes. Yes, you do. You and can't. then you got you to gotta buy into Will Smith not slapping somebody and then crying about Jada Pinkett Smith on shit, which me personally, I'm not there yet. I actually, I'm not there. For, I know I, fu- I fully buy it, buy it because right now, just like the person he plays in emancipation, he's praying for emancipation. Well, from his wife. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. this is a biopic basically. Yeah. Maybe like well, someone asked, which is worse being married to her or going back to slavery. Kidding. Right. This is the easiest, totally method, kidding. E- easiest method acting any actors ever had. I know he's living that life. I know. And, uh, somebody asked me about this the other day. Uh, what's, what's an actor you could forgive at this moment. Um, somebody was a big, I'm not gonna say for a buddy of mine. It's a big Kevin Spacey fan. And I was like, bro, I no, no, I can't, I can't do Kevin Spacey. I can't, we can't let him back in. Uh, and, and they were, he's like, who, who is it? Who's the guy for you that you would let back in or a girl? Uh, he's like, would you let Amber Heard back in? And I was like, no, she's not good enough. Like Amber Heard isn't bringing me out to a theater where she's a great actress and I'm going to forget her shit in the bed. I'm not there yet. Shia LaBeouf is the only one that I'm like, all right, fuck. After watching that John Bernthal uh, interview for, I mean, that was one of the greatest podcasts. I'll, and I'll go to that next. The two greatest podcasts of the year that aren't our own here was the Bernthal interview with uh, Shia LaBeouf. If you have not watched that, lock in, brother. It is a fucking ride. Um, and it is great. And after watching it, I was like, I'm, I'm all in on Shia LaBeouf. I mean, he just admitted everything, how fucked up he is, his whole past, all that shit. I can forgive him, and he's that great on screen and all of his shit that I'm, I'm fine with it. So that's the guy. 
Right now, Will Smith, it's a little too soon for me. Um, as far as the other top podcast of the year, it actually happened last night to me. Stayed up super fucking late on accident. Didn't want to do it. And it's somebody I really don't like. So Shannon Sharp, uh, the football player, who uh, is with uh, Skip Bayless on Fox Sports. They've got a morning show together. I don't know the name of it because I don't watch it that much. Um, I've never been a fan of Shannon Sharp ever. He has his own podcast now called Shay Shay Podcast. And, uh, and it's actually pretty big on YouTube. They've got already 800,000 subscribers. And I think he's, he's done 60 shows. He had Deion Sanders on last night live from uh, Colorado on his first day there. And it starts off, first of all, it's shot beautifully. They're inside Boulder. The Boulder facilities are lights out in, 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 their, in their athletic department. I was surprised. I didn't think they had that much money. It's beautiful. Looks like a goddamn sauna in like Palm Springs inside that place. I mean, they've got rocks inside the locker room where you're like, oh, shit. This is nice. You got to love that. I know. I was like, if, there, if, if, if water started flowing out of the goddamn wall, I wouldn't have been shocked by it. I was like, oh, fuck. This is amazing. But it starts off with him inside a uh, training room, um, clearly at their campus, and he doesn't have his shoes on. And he's getting his, his feet and his legs massaged by the, the personal trainer there. And, uh, That's and got to be a nightmare. It is. He's missing his toes. Uh, yeah. I, also, athlete feet in general. In general. Deion Sanders. No, oh, God. Yep. Yep, I, yep, 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 yep. Look, his legs fucked, too. Yes. So if you want to, do you have the picture of it? You can put it yeah, on Patreon. Dan's playing the video right now. Yeah, we're on Patreon. Yeah, if play you that watch again. It. Good Lord. God. I can't put it on my screen. You have to bring it up on oh, okay. your screen. Okay. Uh, but if you want to put it up, I can, I can explain it to the audience because I, I watched it. So he said, this is the first time you're ever going to see this. He got uh, his toes amputated, which we've obviously made fun of it on the show in the past. Shannon Sharp went all in. And he's like, man, I guess you ain't wearing sandals no more. Um, literally, every it was like 81 liners in a row. Clearly, they were really, really close friends in real life. And they talked about it throughout the episode. But uh, as you're seeing this go down, yeah, once they zoom into the foot, you'll see it there. Uh, scroll ahead, maybe 30 seconds. The leg is gnarly too, though. Oh, and coming. I'll tell you why, because he, he discussed it. Um, during this show, because um, even Shannon Sharp was like, God damn, man, because uh, he hadn't seen it before. Uh, there it is. All right, pause it right there. Okay, pause it. So I'll describe what, what he talked about. So first of all, I got his, his two toes amputated, so that's gone. Um, the, what you're seeing, those scars on the side of his leg, there was, he had multiple blood clots in his leg. He almost had his entire leg amputated, so they had to take skin grafts out of that for some other shits and do some surgeries there. He said he had nine surgeries total um, last year, and they had to amputate two of the toes. Now, the other two toes are the three that you're seeing there that are bent in half like that. Apparently, have always been like that. And Shannon Sharp was like, yo, man, while you were in there getting the nine surgeries, you didn't want to get the other three straightened out? And, uh, and he goes, oh, man. Dion was like, come on, man. He's like, they were just saying bye to his two friends. I mean, it's a fucking hilarious, great interview. He asks all of the questions I ever wanted to ask Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders as a kid was like my favorite athlete of all time, obviously from Atlanta and a, and a Falcons uh, player. And uh, it was amazing to watch him uh, play. Um, so he asked literally every single question that I wanted answered. And, and for that, those two shows in particular uh, were my two favorite podcasts of the year, other than obviously ours on the network. Uh, Third story here, pain and gain for investors in the markets is the market's uh, stock market has been up and down and collapsed and all that other bullshit. 
buckle up 2023 is probably going to be the same way um the the biggest write-off here as far as uh stocks go according to the ap was uh media companies so media companies in general lost uh, 550 billion dollars as everybody's kind of trying to rework all their networks what streaming is going to be all that other shit uh and oddly enough it's the little guys who are winning and not the big guys. So like Paramount Plus, through the roof. Every fucking show they have, and I know it's all Taylor Sheridan, and that's fine. I love all of those things. Um, I haven't, I'm only three or four episodes in the, this, this season's Yellowstone, so don't ruin it for me. But uh, um, as far as Paramount Plus goes, they're doing great. Um, Apple, not so much. Not so much. Uh, they're having a hard time there. Uh, talked about emancipation earlier and all that other stuff. Uh, Amazon's hem- hemorrhaging money. They don't care because they've got so much other shit going on as far as the hosting of uh, the, the cloud and web services and all that shit, plus Amazon Prime and shipping and all the things you're buying off the website. The entertainment for them doesn't really matter. However, entertainment department's taking a fucking loss there. And then you have the Facebook and then the, the, the Googles and, uh, and all that shit, and that is taking a nosedive as well. However, Google this morning announced a uh, huge deal that they're going to pick up the NFL package for $2.3 billion a year. TV. Yes. I, look, YouTube TV, a, b- a bunch of people hit me up this morning, and I'll answer it now. So I had, I'm one of the, I'm one of the guys they're talking about on, on, on Twitter and all that shit this morning about who is the asshole that still had direct TV all these years? It was me. The only reason I had it was for the NFL package. Um, big fantasy football guys, you know, from the other shows. Uh, and obviously once uh, they legalized gambling about three years ago, got right back into that pretty easy and, and like to flip around. Uh, this was the first year because we had moved after having a kid that I, I swapped on over to YouTube TV. I was at so many different friends' houses who had it, and it was great. It was, it, it's got the same setup as cable. It had the Big Ten network. It's got the NFL network, all that other shit. And I'm like, how much is that? $69.99. Great. Every single channel I ever wanted was on that, so I switched to YouTube TV. Therefore, when I woke up this morning and saw this news, I am fucking personally amped by this. Um, really, really stoked by it. The only thing that I wonder about is how much that cost is going to be, and hopefully it'll be a separate charge than YouTube TV. Um, but right now, what would you peg that at, Bob? Probably one ninety nine. What? If you want the NFL package on YouTube TV next year, what do you think it's gonna, that's going to run you? It, be, it will easily be their most expensive add-on. Uh, who easily. knows? Yeah. Um, so I was paying. You can get MLB TV added onto YouTube TV for, I think, 150-ish, oh something boy. like that. So we might be looking at 300 then. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's more games with the MLB package, but it's the NFL. Yeah. And the NFL is king. And, like, you know, if you're looking at the ratings this year, a, lot, a reason why a lot of these media companies are struggling is spend a lot of money on original content. It didn't do well. The, the highest rated programming in all of television is the NFL, and it's not even close. If they could put it on seven nights a week on every single network, they would. Um, but uh, they can't. I, it, it would fuck up the game too much. I mean, even during COVID, we had a couple of those Tuesday night games. It was just like, ah, shit. What the fuck is this? Who's playing? All right. Do we, do we, do we care? Like, I think Monday is about as much as you can push that. And especially just for people's health. You're already playing on a Thursday. I think you only got a couple days off uh, this weekend. I mean, shit. You get Saturdays. You get Thursdays, Saturday, Sunday, Monday this week. Like, 
Again, if they could fill it up all seven days, they would It'd be great for ratings and, uh, and the advertisers would love it. Uh, obviously the other big story here this year was, uh, the Ukraine Russia war. Um, not my war. Don't really care about it. Didn't and, hear about uh, it. Yep. Don't, uh, it's, it's not our problem. We're not the world's police. I'm not going to spend any time on that. We'll talk about the Zelensky thing today on, uh, on fake news, but, uh, not my war. I, I don't think we should be in it at all and spending one single dollar. If all of our shit was great over here, fine. Uh, but it ain't. So don't really care about this at all. And uh, I, I don't really know what's going on, uh, to be honest with you. I don't really believe the media. Um, I don't know who's winning, who's losing, all that stuff. Uh, we don't have any facts, figures, everything else. Uh, but you can bet your ass we did for Afghanistan. We had all the numbers. And that was updated every day like COVID. But uh, here, who fucking knows? Um, but uh, again, we'll talk about that on fake news later on. Brittany Griner, they're saying, is the top sports story of the year. Is Not it? even a sports story. I mean, she plays sports, but is that, is it? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I, man, to me. Leon Edwards head kick. Mm, I, I, I think you got to go messy in Argentina this year. I think that's the top sto- sports story of the year. Overrated. Tell that to the fucking 12 Actually, no, million no, people no. Brady, in Brady went in the who, Super Bowl. That was two years ago. Really? Yeah. Damn. Isn't that weird? Feels like last year. I know. I know. I, I thought the same thing. I forgot that it was Rams-Bengals, you know? There, there were two teams that were kind of off the radar, and we got fucking rocked that night. Holy crap. That was our hard AF seltzer release party, and we got so fucked up that I don't remember the third quarter on and I had to physically watch it the next day. Everything after 6 p.m. should probably just be deleted from time. Of that show? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, like, like of life. Oh, oh, like, of whatever life. happened in life. Yeah. Yeesh. Um, but yeah, I, I would, uh, I'd have to say it was, it was messy in Argentina and, and just seeing the footage and all the shit coming out of there. Is there a, you guys got a bigger one than that? I don't think so. Wasn't that crazy of a year for sports? No. Like what? I mean, because like Stafford winning the Super Bowl was, it was fine. No, Detroit. Only people who care about that's Detroit, right? And Georgia, Highland, Highland yep. Park, Dallas. Georgia winning the Natty. <sighs> Different it, SEC team wins national championships. Yeah, but like, they but, haven't won in. Yeah, they haven't won in forty years. years but I, the the issue with that is, um, you know, Bama won what three weeks earlier, and then they came back and did it. It'd be like if Ohio State and Michigan meet in this year's championship. Michigan fans have the right to gripe, in my opinion. Like, that's, uh, it's tough. A rematch is tough three weeks later. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think it is a big deal for Georgia if it was a different team they played. But uh, I still got the messy story at one. Um, yeah, that's, that's capping off an amazing who career. Is, yeah. That's, that's, yeah that's, NBA was the Warriors. Wasn't really shocked by that. Um, I guess you could say if you don't even want to go with the messy aspect of it, arguably the best World Cup final of all time. Yeah. Like yeah just- yes. All the way around. Yeah. 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 Um, that was a blast. If, if you would have put Duke Carolina in the, in the championship, that would have been a fun one this year. Oh, we're overlooking one sports story. Mm. Live golf. Oh, shit. That's how forgettable it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, it's a joke. Um, we'll see, we'll see who they end up buying out there, uh, going into, to next year and how that all shakes out. But it's too new. Um, to me, the, the feel good story is still messy, uh, out of this year. Um, so yeah, 
Uh, fifth here, they've got the pandemic ending. Um, has it? Uh, I, I watched a lot of shit out of New York and L.A., and, and, and they're still kind of masked up there. Well, everyone has COVID now. Uh, yes. So to that point, um, I, I called some of my friends back east after this meeting that I have in, uh, in Gatlinburg coming up, and I said, hey, I'm going to drive in. I'm going to see my parents, all that stuff for, uh, for Christmas. Uh, I'll pop o- over and, you know, we can all get together and rage. And uh, three of them have COVID. And I was like, really? That's still going on, huh? All right. Shit. Um, and that's in North Carolina. So that's not, you know, a major, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, that's not a major city. So maybe, maybe it is in like uh, New York and, and LA and all that stuff. It's and back. It's for sure back. I it's- was just in LA though. What was that? Well, it's always back. I mean, it's just COVID a month season. ago. Yeah. Uh, but is COVID season now replaced flu season? I it's guess. the same. You know what? What's funny is uh, a year ago, um, I got really fucking sick. It was my, I was laying on the floor with my baby and it rolled over and just looks at me and goes, yeah, coughs right in my fucking face. Yep. And I was like, okay, whatever. Next day, sickest I'd been in over a decade. Yeah. Right. That's how it fucking goes with a kid. Yep. So anyway. I didn't think it was from that from him at that point, but I so I I go to the doctor to just to like get a test, get, mm-hmm. get a COVID test. It was before they mailed them out or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, you're negative on COVID. Test me for the flu. You're negative on the flu." And I was like, "What is it?" Then? And they're like, "One of the hundred other viruses that go around this time of year." Yeah, like it's just there's just a million things that go around. COVID is now one of on them on that list. Yeah. And great, look, I'm still at the point where because uh, we're trying to find a fill-in guest for Softcore History this week because mm-hmm. the weather canceled Jesse. Uh, for it, us more than likely yes yeah, yeah well it did, it did. she yeah. can't come because the santa bull- bullshit whatever oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh anyway so um one of the dudes that we you would usually use has covid right now and like i'm at the point now where it's like i don't really care if i get covid like i'm not going to worry about it or anything but i'm also not going to go out of my way to hang out with someone with covid yeah me neither and i told my buddy i was like look man we're not coming back till next week anyways um and uh i go i i don't really give a shit and he goes oh man like really and i was like eh. He's like, you were in the hospital and all that other stuff. And I was like, you know, I was in the hospital once this all shook out. And I guess, fuck, that was a top story for me. Um, it's been a year now, but uh, uh, exactly. Shit, pretty much that I got out. But um, with that, you know, I had pneumonia for the guesstimate was two to three weeks. And then I got COVID on top of that. And then I was back in. Uh, what we did find out, though, was, you know, because I'd been in so many times for pneumonia, I, I have a, an immune, an autoimmune uh, deficiency that I've had probably most of my life, and uh, and I didn't know it. So I was I was one of the assholes with a, with a pre existing condition, but didn't know it. Um, and so after that, getting all the the shit and going through all of it, I was just like, all right, well, we're fine now. And I'm I'm with you, Bob. I think it's like the flu or the cold or anything else, and right. we kind of just uh, have to honestly, get used to it. And if somebody had the flu and was like. I feel like shit, but is it cool if I still come over? You'd be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Stay home. Same I don't thing. want you over. Same thing. So same with COVID, right? Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I can't taste anything. And uh, I got some diarrhea, but like, otherwise I'm fine to come over. It's yeah. Like, no. No, we're good. Yeah. We're good. And because he was like, well, it's the, it's the 14 days of quarantine. I was like, no, the CDC changed that to 10 or 7, whatever right. you believe in at this point. I think it's 7. Yeah. And it's like, I, I go, dude, we're fine. I don't really care. And he goes, well, I was just worried about you and what you went through. And I was like, eh. Don't worry about it. But that I, is a thing, and that is one of the one of the narratives that came up during COVID that I actually agreed with, where it's like, you were always an asshole for going into work with the flu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, stay home. Stay home. 
Sam. Like, don't um, give it to other because they're like the flu's going around the office. Like, why is that? Yeah, because everybody's fucking sick. Because somebody came in yeah. and fucking gave everyone else the flu. Yeah. So we're fine. I, I don't really care. And and if it's a part of our life now, it is. Uh, I'd love to have some answers on where, where it came from, but uh, that's about it. And I'm I'm over it. Like, great. It's just a part of our daily life, and probably will go on forever. Next story was the the crypto craziness this year. That should have been higher up on this list to me. Holy fucking shit! That was dude. more last year, though. No, FTX going down, and uh, yeah, what was the other one? Um, there was another big one that that went down. Binance paused trading this year, and that scared the shit out of me. Because when I got into it, I had uh, what is it? Co- I'll look at my phone. Coinbase. I, yeah, I had Coinbase, and I had, I had Binance. Um, I had both of those because um, we were doing something else. Uh, what was it, man? I think I had to pay for something for some weird fucking bullshit dude uh who was doing some work for us on a website or something but uh i had both of those when binance paused i was like okay i'm gonna go ahead and get the fuck out of this altogether, and uh and i'm good um because it reminded me of the robin hood shit from last year with what we dealt with over the summer of uh of 2021 that was annoying it's is it annoying though or is it just companies that are a pyramid scheme building off of money that they don't really have. Therefore, if you want to cash out, it doesn't exist. Eh, so, that's every startup now. Yes, but it shouldn't be when it's dealing with currency. I guess what I learned is that like, we as people aren't really allowed to buy stocks or really crypto. Like we don't like like just getting it easily from our bank account is something that we aren't really allowed to do and shouldn't be allowed to do. But We've been made to think that we can by these companies who are kind of propping everything up and leeching us for money. And yep. they're like, oh, I can get in. I just got to download this. It's like, well, technically, you probably should have just like mined some currency and then put it in a wallet that's, you know, cold. You put that in a drawer, kind of like putting gold in your backyard. Right. You can just dig that up later. That's what you remember, Richard Ryan, who's he's been on the show a few times, a buddy of ours, one of the f- co founders of Black Rifle Coffee. That's what he did. It's got sitting on drawers of it somewhere yeah he's just super rich uh, but it's all stashed away and like and he's not even using it do we do we tell the story on that show when he lost the 2.6 yeah and he, and he million? Went, yeah and he had to get someone to like scrub repair them all and scrub Jesus them all but didn't tell him what it Christ, was he was like just organize it by date i mean dude it, it was gnarly uh so with all that shit y- yes like the year before i was stocks like st- that was that was an eye-opener for me for the stock market where they, I, I genuinely think they do not want us to win. If you're rich enough to be on a level at one of these hedge funds or something else, then yes, I, be, I believe you can win there. I do, not, I do not believe as a normal American citizen who is uh, middle class, lower class, right. you, you can beat that unless you Here, here's what they stash th- it away for 20 years. Here's what they think of us. They look at all of us. The way the Chappelle show sketch of slave reparations Mm -hmm. looks at black people suddenly coming into money. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's how they look at all of us. That we're all a bunch of fucking dummies who wouldn't know what we would do with all of it and buy a bunch of weird shit. We are all the dumb asses in the Chappelle show sketch to them. Yes. And that's what I felt like in 2021 and then 2022 this year with crypto. That's what it felt like. Wait, how crazy was that? But that's also like kind of true. It's like the new richest man in the world was from a guy who had a hot hand in a dice game. Yeah. But then Sam Bankman Freed became the world's youngest billionaire. I mean, it's like, 
It's wild. It's fucking wild. So that the, the last two years of this between the market and crypto, I'm like, all right, you can't win. And like, you know, creating a media company and a seltzer and all that stuff, like that's the, that, that's hopefully the shot at like, we'll see how it all shakes out, but um, that's hopefully the shot at generational wealth. And then I have seen the, I've been behind the curtain on all this shit with the, the white, you know, going to the White House this year and all that other stuff. Once you peek back there, there's a room with all those people and they'll give you all the, the best advice and the tips and all that shit if you guys are friends. And yeah, they're all helping each other out behind the scenes. We're just not in it right now. And, uh, and I think the only way to get there is to be on a level of, yeah, selling a beverage company like a Black Rifle or a Hard AF or, or something like that. And then you can play. Correct. Once like yep. you like get, and then it's like, oh, okay. Yep. And then, then they'll let you play, and then they'll be like, all right, great. So, hey, we're going to this thing and this other thing and this thing. And what happens is, and it, this has happened to me a lot this year, um, you just kind of keep getting introduced to more higher up people, and, and it just kind of keeps going. And you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like there was a moment this year where like in, in standing inside the white, white house, I was about to say the white house had to have that, been the, the one picture in particular that the secret service took of me holding he, that podium. Uh, no, not holding the podium. I, I wasn't going to do that. Uh, it was, I was standing between the photo of Biden and, and Kamala in the fucking thing. And I made like a face like this and I had him take the picture and he goes, dude, just, you didn't, nobody, we didn't take this photo. I was like, it's totally fine. Um, that was a trippy moment where I was just like, holy fuck, dude. Like I'm inside the, somebody invited me here. Like that's crazy to me. And then the other things that that led to and people and conversations and everything else, you can see how it is the, it is truly the information that you are getting from other people. That is the real wealth. It's not them really investing in you. It is that information of how to do it and then what to do with it afterwards. And then and everybody's sharing it. Falling in line with the process. Yes. Because they're like, we, we have a system yep. here and you've been invited now and we're allowing you to be our friend. Now you put your money here. And we're going to make some decisions that you're not going to like and you need to shut the fuck up and go along with it. Exactly. And I l I've learned that too on the local politics level. Um, Oh boy. It, it, when all this sells, I'll, I will just launch into fucking endless stories. But uh, on local politics, it's even worse. But you can improve your because it's for less money financial position. It's like it's like five grand bribes, and people are like changing stuff and like breaking but, but, into. But on place. a massive level, where even getting a piece of property, um, you know, like even getting this was a fucking pain in the ass, dude. Because you, you can't, you couldn't get anything off of two ninety. You couldn't get any buildings. Couldn't get any of that shit. Um, we were in a bidding war for this. Anybody who's ever been here, and I'll tell this story since we moved into here this year. It was a big story for us. Um, I, we were in a bidding war with like seven different people, and the guy was old. And he, wanted, he didn't want to do it. And he just said, uh, the guy's 81 years old, who we bought this property from. Um, and uh, most of this shit on, along the highway here, which is old Texas money, and, uh, and they're selling out now that they're old, and they want to get the fuck out, right? Um, but he said, Hey, put in your best offer by five o'clock on a Saturday. And then we're going to pick out of that. Uh, and if you want to, I got this call. If you want to write a letter, you can write a letter and, and maybe that will help. And, and I was like, well, tell them what sold it. I will. I'll tell them now. Cause we're here and we're moved in and they can't pull us out of here. Now we've already, we're on the deed. So it gives a shit. Um, what sold it was I went home. It was Friday night. 
And I went home and uh, I'm just racking my brain. Typically, I write every single night. Uh, by the way, halfway through the, the final St. James book as we speak. So that'll come out next year uh, as well. Yeah, I got a lot of DMs about that. That'll be done. Uh, that'll be out probably around Thanksgiving of next year. I'm, I'm already halfway through it. But uh, I write at night. I'm up pretty late. Uh, and this one, I was up late writing this letter. And it was on a Friday night. Kids, wife, all this stuff would go on to sleep. And I was like, why would they ask to write a letter? And why would you get out of a bidding war? Um, and the other part of it was they wanted the, they specifically wanted owner financing, which is weird at 81 years old. If I'm, when I'm 81 years old, if I make it to 81 years old, I want to sell the fuck out of everything and just kind of live off whatever I've accumulated in this life and, and take it easy and not have to worry about shit. I was like, why would you want a monthly payment like that, uh, to your fucking, a direct deposit to your bank account? And then it dawned on me. I was like, oh shit, old school Texas, new president came in who fucking sucks and that everybody hates. And I was like, I bet he was a Trump guy. And so at the end of this letter, I said, hi, I'm so-and-so. We have this media company and it's uh, uh, my, my, the, the co-owner, because it's just Dan and I on the deed for this, um, uh, is a veteran. And, uh, you know, I came from Hollywood and we did this other stuff and we're trying to create this network. And then at the end of it, I just said, P.S., uh, I voted for Donald Trump. And that was it. I put the, uh, gave him the letter. Moved on with my life, and uh, uh, I got a call at 5.01. I mean, uh, 5.01 the next day, deadline was at 5, 5.01, congratulations, you guys got the property. I was like, holy shit. And, uh, and they go, can you meet over here and, and, and meet the guy and pick up the keys and all that other shit? And I was like, because it was owner financing, that contract was literally like three pages. So it was, it was easy. All I had to do was wire the... I think it was 10, 10 or 20% down, and then the rest of it was owner financing. So I didn't have to go through a bank or a 30-day close or any of that shit. It was great. And I was like, yeah, I'll come and meet you and pick up the keys. And he wanted to walk me around the property and show us how all the shit worked. And when I met him, sure enough, the guy was 81, because I thought maybe that was a lie, too. And uh, the guy was 81, hops out of this old pickup truck, shakes my hand, hand me the keys. And the first thing he said to me was, uh, I listen to your show, and I know you did vote for Trump. <laughs> I go, was that it? Was that the whole, what, was that what got it for me? What was it? And he goes, yeah, man. He goes, because uh, I go, I'm going to be honest. At that point, that broke the ice. I go, I'm going to be honest, man. Uh, it seemed weird that you wanted owner financing at this stage because uh, he bought this land out here in 96. And, and at that point, um, there was only two stoplights, I guess, past this. And now it's exploded and Austin is what it is. But uh, uh, he goes, you know, I've had a lot of these properties over the years, and uh, this is the first time, uh, including Obama, that I've genuinely hated this president. He goes, you know, Obama is what he was, but uh, he goes, it wasn't stoked, but it wasn't terrible. Um, but he goes, this guy, I can't fucking stand. I hate his fucking VP, all of it, and, uh, and I would rather die with the money and just, you know, because the, the mortgage was his retirement on all these other properties, and he goes... I'd rather die with the fucking money than to give any of that property uh, gains tax to, uh, to, to the government in this administration. And I was like, fuck. Uh, so that's what got it done at the end. But uh, very, very bizarre story. And probably my only encounter in Texas where like some real Texas shit went down. The most of it, most of uh, all the Texas stuff, um, and I've said this on Patreon, uh, on Uncirked a couple times, is. Uh, is not that anymore. 
You're not dealing with old school Texas. It's not the good old boy handshake shit in the back of an alley anymore. It's, uh, it's very rich investors who have now descended upon this town. And then you're just asking them what part of California they're from and then trying to relate with them on, on that level. But that was uh, the, the one good old boy Texas encounter that I had that I was like, fuck, man. This is why I moved here. Like, you're the, this, you're the dude. Like, this is why I moved here. I like shit like this. All right, we got some sponsors that put this show on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You missed out on Christmas, okay? It's the 22nd, damn it. The beds don't ship that fast. It's holiday season. But you can get one just in time for New Year's Eve. What better way to, to ring in the New Year's than with a sweet bone sesh? On a mattress from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Look, the 40% off bundle package is staying. I think staying through uh, the New Year's. I, I, I believe so. It's been around for a lot this year. It's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. It's amazing. Comes with a super sleek remote. Uh, goes up and down. If your loved one goes to sleep before you, they've got a split king option that is amazing there. At ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And uh, uh, we've had it for three plus years. We love the goddamn thing. Couldn't live without it. Once you have it, you'll never go back. I promise you that. Now, if you have it, I understand, dude. I'm, I was late to the game on the adjustable basis. I had no idea. Uh, but if you have one already and you're like, Ross, I just need a fucking mattress. Great. 30% off the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. You can get that mattress. And uh, you can also get two free luxury pillows with it. And it's amazing. It's an amazing Deal at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. It'll never not be amazing because the pillows are just as good as the goddamn mattress. While you're in there, peruse the rest of the websites and get some of their other products. Those sheets, man, I've never had better sheets in my life. And that is a, that is, I put my mama on it. Damn it. I put it on anything, dude. The sheets are great. I've got them in every room in my house. Uh, I love their sheets. Super underrated. Get the sheets, dude. I've got this elastic. Uh, stretch thing. It's I always say like a like some Sean John boxers is the best way to describe it, and uh, and it keeps the fucking sheets on, including with kids and all that other shit. Speaking of kids, if you got kids, get a cover. Um, kids are eating shit on the bed. Kids were watching some goddamn dinosaur movie last week, and there's popcorn. Or last night it was popcorn all over the fucking bed. Get a cover for it. If you want to sleep in and you need that weighted blanket, which a lot of you do, uh, they got those there as well. Have not tried that out yet, full disclosure, because uh, I don't sleep that much per night. I'm going to sleep about five hours. Daddy's got shit to do. Sorry about it, but I can't afford to sleep 14 hours. If you can, get that goddamn thing. And when you check out at the bottom of the page, you're going to see a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit. Check that box, and all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you, friends can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. Now this, this, you can go right now. Like if you're hearing this ad and you're driving around, if you're in Tennessee or Florida, you go to hardafseltzer.com, type in that store locator. All you got to do is put your zip code or your city. I don't give a shit if you're driving right now in your car. You can plug that in if you're in Tennessee or Florida, and it'll take you straight to the goddamn store, the closest store. 
or close to 200 stores in Tennessee and Florida. It'll take you right there, dude. So you're good. You can get a 12-pack at regular price. Same price as as goddamn White Claw, except it's 8%. Let's face it, it's the holidays. See some family members you haven't seen in a while. That White Claw bullshit ain't going to cut it, friend. That 5% ain't going to cut it. Uh, You need that 8%, no carbs, no sugars, no gluten, if you give a shit about that. And let's face it, you're putting on some holiday weight anyways. Everybody else is. This won't do it for you. No carbs and sugars. You're good to go there. Uh, So grab one. If you're Grab a 12-pack if you're in the state of uh, Tennessee or Florida. If you're like the rest of us dummies, including us in the state of Texas, uh, you can just order a case right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. Uh, supports all of our shows and all of this other shit. Plus, let's face it, we made the best-tasting seltzer on the planet. You're getting the new flavors. Pina Colada, watermelon are in this next batch, and God damn it, they are delicious. Go to hardafseltzer.com today and support. Let's hear it for our next advertiser, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, The big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money potentially with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into a thousand dollars. It's demon time on prize picks. Uh, So you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. If you want to play alongside, uh, alongside some of the prize picks, favorite players like, uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app, uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each and every week. This week on Prize Picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker for more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taking Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks and Damian Lillard for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah! Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah! .com, baby! Promo code Nooners. Over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a liquid IV. Um, Our kids are using liquid IV. Yes. Um, They've got the new and improved sugar-free liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan, but uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, 
lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit, I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double. Um, I put in the 24 ounce, maybe onesie or twosie. Yeah. And go through the day. Yeah, it's I It's life changing. I, I call it Hydration Monday here on the show because it's, uh, it's one of those things where, again, you go hard over the weekends, you got the kids, you're not eating great, uh, you're boozing with some friends or whatever, and then boom, reset on Mondays, pop in the liquid IV, and you're good to go. Um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch, that's it, you're ripping open, popping into liquid, 16 ounces or more. And you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. At least I could be honest. Now, I could have missed on that badly. (laughs) It was a it was a risk, uh, but it ended up working out in the end, and it beat out the other seven people. And and luckily, he didn't take us, um, you know, put our feet to the fire and try to get a, a gigantic bidding war because he could have with seven people and drug that out for a week or so, try to jump up the numbers. But uh, it was very direct. Uh, he met me in person, did the the, the whole thing because he could have also just dropped the keys off in the fucking mailbox. Walk me through the whole goddamn, because we, pro- we have two buildings on this property, and it's about three acres that go back on 290. Walk me through every fucking square inch of it, old school, um, and, and that, was, uh, that was the Texas shit I was hoping for, but uh, what a wild fucking story. And I'm telling it because most of you guys have been here. You know the craziness about the Pentecostal church. We've talked about that a million times. Um, they were not the owners. They were just simply renting it um, all these years. And they actually, when we moved in here, asked us to continue the lease. Um, and we were like, no, we're going to film the worst television shows on the planet out of here and, and the most horrific shit on a daily basis that will have nothing to do with your Lord and Savior. Not that I'm, I, I give a shit. Whatever you need to believe in to get you through the day, I'm, I'm good with it. I don't care if it is the goddamn snakes. I'm fine with that. However, I need to gut this place and, uh, and make some, some horrific shit on a daily basis. Uh, and that was a fun fucking story. So, yeah, that's, that's how we all got in here. Uh, Entertainment-wise this year, they've got the Beyonce album, Renaissance, as, the, as one of the uh, monumental albums of the year, and then the new Bad Bunny one. Now, Bad Bunny, even though I'm not a fan, I understand why he is popular, uh, because he's global. Um, and he's got, let's see, the last three years on Spotify, he is the highest streaming artist on Spotify in the world for the last three years. And it's not even close. Here's how not close it was. He was the top streaming artist of last year and he didn't have a fucking album out at all. So people are just fans around the world and listening to his music. And that guy is 
massive. Where is this Renaissance album by Beyonce? I was looking forward to it because I thought the first song was pretty decent. And uh, I was like, all right, maybe Beyonce is going to save the year with the fucking album. No, the rest of that album fucking sucked, man. And I was not amped about it. Uh, my album of the year, I think. Uh, man, there's this band called the Lumineers that I really fucking enjoyed. Um, I like the Pusha T album a lot. The Drake 21 Savage thing, I only liked maybe six songs on that. So it was kind of meh to me. His other album was the worst album I've ever heard. And it might be the, the worst album in the history of the world. Uh, but I'm trying to think of anybody else this year. Who was who your go-tos this year? Wasn't great. Wasn't great, right? Yeah. I mean, the Kendrick album kind of sucked. It did. It sucked. It was more of an art piece, uh, which is what Beyonce is now doing. And so is Jay-Z. Um, Arctic Monkeys put out an album. Also sucked. It also sucked. Uh, country-wise. The only answer is Taylor Swift, baby. I, I was going to say, man. I, that's where we're But I, I think that's now the answer every year. She mm-hmm. does not miss. No. Um, it is fucking insane to me. So for this to be Beyonce, no. It's sure not Beyonce. First off, just get Beyonce off the map because I'd, I'd much rather listen to Lizzo than Beyonce. Like Lizzo ru- runs figurative and l- literal circles around Beyonce. Well, and she's creative, right? So she's doing shit that you believe her. You believe it, one, two, um, she is still creating bangers for parties, and uh, I look at it like house parties or barbecues or whatever. Lizzo comes on in the background. You play a Lizzo album at any function you go to, a Christmas party, a fucking 4th of July, wherever you're at. Nobody's going to bitch and ask you to change it because it's good and it's just on in the background. I cannot say that about this Beyonce album whatsoever. Um, Taylor Swift is, is another one where it's like, great, is, is it Taylor Swift on yeah. in the background? Nobody's going to bitch about it. Uh, and I thought that Taylor Swift album was very, very fucking good. And I know I've said this for years on this goddamn show that I, I'm not a fan of her as a person, but uh, it is undeniable that she's probably the greatest female artist of all time. Is there anybody better who's put out more hits? No. <laughs> Who, did you say Cher? Cher? Oh, Madonna? No, no, no. no. I, look, Madonna was great, um, but there was a run for Madonna that kind of ended after maybe four or five albums, whereas Taylor Swift probably has an arsenal of like eight or nine that are just great, where you're just like, but, shit. And she's adapting and evolving and changing. Like, Madonna is just like, I'm still Madonna. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you're, you're not. It's not 1983. No, no, no. You're not doing it. And you don't she's look- 65. Right. So... She's not doing it. Uh, Morgan Wallen dropped three songs the other day that I thought were really fucking good. One was called uh, Tennessee Fan. He's a huge Tennessee Volunteers fan. Um, It's really fucking good. It's really funny. All he talks about is fucking this girl from Alabama, this Crimson Tide fan, and then converting her into a Tennessee fan. But the way that it's written and it's it's still like a banger that if you just heard it on the background you weren't a fan of college football you'd be like oh god damn i like this song anyways um i'm interested to see what he does i think if that guy's able to put together a, a massive worldwide huge huge album uh i know he's big already but let's face it the n-word really jacked that up uh it just created more interest in his music his music was already good um but i think he's just missing that one like fucking you just go through the whole album and you're just like god damn this is amazing and i but i think he's got a chance to get there um 
So we'll see how that shakes out next year. Post Malone put out an album. Uh, regardless of the person, um, he did not miss. Those first three were just lights out. And then this last one, he got artistic with it. Um, half the album was good, and then the other half was just like, what? What? it's two, two totally different albums. Half the album was for TikTok. The other half was like an art piece. And uh, I don't know where he goes after this. Because now he's, he's got a kid and, uh, and a live-in girlfriend who I think he maybe marries or something like that. Um, and then that gets hard, man, because he's a guy that was living by himself and creating most of that music, uh, at a studio in his house and everything else. Try doing anything with a kid in your house, work-wise or anything other. I, I know a lot of you guys are home from COVID, uh, permanently because that's where your jobs are now. Oh, work from home. And then it just, the, just think back to the one day your kid was sick and you would work, try to work from home and then deal with your, your child in that aspect. Good luck. Um, so I'm not sure where his career goes after this, because that album really, really bombed uh, for him. And I look at a guy like a Bad Bunny who, shit, man. I mean, uh, the album wasn't that great, but it didn't matter, man. His fans came out, and it, it is it's fucking massive, dude. So, yeah, dude. Um, as far as, like, uh, best shows of the year, t- television-wise, I got to go White Lotus, I think. I think the white Lotus was my favorite TV show of the year. And, uh, and I'm shocked that they were able to, to pound out a second great season. Um, I also like the, the last season of stranger things, by the way, I think a lot of people shit on it for how, because it's so great. And, and, uh, every season, you understand game of Thrones house of dragon came out this year, right? I do. And but yeah, I, it's like, like well, yeah, yeah, I don't do the make them ups, obviously. And it's all, but here's the thing. It's also a prequel to a, a, a massive show. And it's like, it's the same way I look at uh, better call salt, I guess, where it'll probably never be as good as the original. Right? Like, do you think it's better? You, so you think you like this better than uh, game of Thrones? Yes, because you're following, like, you get all the drama, and all the characters are, like, pretty hot, because you're following, like, the people who are the badasses at mm-hmm. the height of being badasses. Yep. Uh, versus Game of Thrones, which is kind of set in the rebuilding era. Okay, and you still have the violence and the nudity and the sex and all that other shit, like... Yeah, it's good, but it's not as good as Game of Thrones. Okay. Really? All right. All right, Dan. All right. Uh, Lord of the Rings was invisible. Uh, again, that goes back to the fucking Amazon thing. Spent $1 billion on it, and I haven't heard one word out of that. You guys didn't like it, right? Uh, I mean, half that money was on the rights. I liked it. Uh, Wait, it also, slow. to go back to your original point, you said you like Stranger Things? I did, actually, man. Um, Is I, that not a make em up uh, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a, a full-on make em up But to me, I, I think it, it, at least to me, personally... It feels like an 80s horror film, like a, just a horror film to me. Well, yeah, I mean, it references all of them. Right. So it, it, I think that's in a different genre where that feels more like campy horror. And that's why I enjoy that because it, it you know. I think you're just anti-dragon. It's not that. I'm not anti-dragon. <laughs> um, there's come out of, and say There's it. some dragon-y things in Stranger Things. Why do you hate dragons? I, I don't. I, I like dragons are fine. Right, look, I, I like Puff. That's why you don't fuck with I like Puff, Shrek, the magic right? dragon. Uh, what's up? You don't watch Shrek? I don't. I don't know anybody in Shrek either. Uh, my, ki- I, my kids watch it, obviously, but uh, I, I, that's strangely the one that I haven't sat to. I don't think I've ever watched it. Because there's a dragon in it. Maybe. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm, putting, I, I, I'm putting the pieces together. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe maybe it's dragons for me. Who knows? Maybe we solved it this year. Maybe this is the year that we solved uh, what I'm afraid. It's heights, needles, and dragons that I uh, that I have a fear of. I, who fucking knows? Who knows? But uh, other than that, the bear. Oh fuck! The bear was great. God bear damn, was bear was awesome. You're right. Was bear better than white lotus though? No, I got bear two. I still got white lotus at one. I got bear. I got bear too, but the bear was great. I liked bear. Uh, God but damn! It was also not like an enjoyable watch, right? You were kind of like anxious. I love. That's what I. I that's what I felt about Ozark, right? Where yeah. Ozark was. I I love the show, and it's brilliant, and it's great. And I I watched it the second it came out, but for just fifty five minutes, I'm just sitting there scratching like a fucking heroin addict, where I'm just like, I, I wanted it to end every single time, and I know that's terrible to say about one of the shows that you enjoy so much, but I was like, can this just end? I feel so tense right now. I just want to get rid of this stress of watching this show. And you're right. The bear was like that for me where I was just like, holy fuck. Did any of us watch Interview with a Vampire? No. Wow. How'd that just go over all all our radars? I think all of this IP that they're kind of converting into new shit. um, First of all, I think it's too old for this next generation. Where Interview with a Vampire was probably what ninety one, ninety two. So like the yeah, kids, now they have a an eight episode miniseries, right? But the kids that are that that you're hoping would watch that and get into it don't know Interview with a Vampire because they're fucking twenty one years old. So I mean, they were they weren't even you know they weren't even born. So I don't I don't think people will really get into that shit. Um, Victorian vampire sex. I mean, I has know. any? Let me ask you this: with, with all of the uh, like IP shows that they've created, has has any one of them been a hit this year? As far as like, uh, what we do in the shadows was big. Which one? What we do in the shadows. People. Wh- what that. was that on? Oh, uh, let me look it up. Sandman was good, maybe. but also I don't think anybody watched it. I don't even know what the Sandman is. It's uh, on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Same with the Alfred show. What's it called? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Something Barry or Pennywise. 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 Uh, no, I didn't see a Pennywise one. Um, but yeah, that was kind of it. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of, of Atlanta. It's just all over the fucking place. Like every episode was totally different. And uh, it's I hard have, to watch. I, it is because you, you eliminated all your lead characters for six out of 10 episodes. Yeah. The first season, and uh, that was very strange. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, and then it just ended, and you're like, "Oh, that was that was the finale." I have not watched uh, the finale yet, so don't spoil it for me. Okay, but uh, just... yeah, it, it's it wouldn't shock me if that was the end, and it just kind of went on. Um, I think when you do shit like that, you shit on your own audience um, who went along with you all those years, especially after taking two and a half years off. Um, and coming back like i think you've got to finish the storylines all the way through uh and then also read the message boards and give the audience what they want that's the only reason you got there in the first place was was because a million people watch your show or anything else give the audience what they want yeah. i don't i'm not a firm believer in they kind of wrap up every character in each episode. in atlanta yeah seven okay, good, seven good. eight nine ten they're all like wrapping up each character okay great so then I'll, I'll enjoy that um but uh as far as shows and movies that don't do that i fucking hate it like dude give the audience what they want at the end of this shit they're the ones that got you there uh I'm, i can certainly tell you i'm doing it with the saint james books like it's what you want it's what you hope for 
uh, and I'm doing it, and because uh, I'm appreciative of all of it over the years, and the money's been great too. So you're getting what you want, and, and uh, I, if you were just going to end on an artistic note just to do it, it would piss off so many fucking people. Um, so yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that. But if if you're saying it wraps up all the characters, I'm in for that. Uh, I will watch that over break. Um, that last season kind of came and gone. Nobody really talked about it, but it was definitely one of the most creative series ever. And, and now it's over. Uh, Ozark also ended this year. Um, big fan of Ozark. I was happy with the way that wrapped up all the characters, all the things. First time I'd seen an ending like that where the bad guys win. Um, I have not, I, I can't remember one that has. Uh, a shocking one, though, that I read was uh, the, the Sopranos one. Um, David Chase just did an interview maybe a month ago, six weeks ago, somewhere in there that I read where he said Tony gets clipped at the end. And I was like, what? Years ago, you said no. His life just kind of went on. Everybody else's life went on. And I was like, all right. Really? I thought he, was, he always dies. I, I I've always I, heard he's died. He I dies. always heard his, that, that life went on, right? Um, but uh, I think the reason why the death thing came up is that was what we all wanted. I wanted to see him die. That, that was my dream at the end of that. Um, and I think if you were going to cut to black like that, at least give one sound effect. If you gave the gunshot noise, just one gunshot effect, that would have, everybody would have been like, oh, fuck, dude, they clipped Tony. But we didn't see it. Uh, and we didn't see anybody directly behind him either or across the thing. There was people scattered throughout the restaurant, but given weird looks. But uh, if you're not going to show the death, Let's at least hear the gunshot and then picture it for ourselves. I would have been fine with that too. Um, as far as everything else, uh, you know, Zelensky was the time person of the year here. Uh, look, we know this with Time Magazine. They always kind of do this. They have for what, 100 years now at this point? Uh, I think Hitler was on the fucking time. He was the person of the year back in the 30s or something. So Hitler, Stalin, all of yep, us. Yep. Um, we, so we were the 2006 time person of the year. Yeah, not not real. I think it was shocked about that because of uh, uh, like social media. They made everyone the time person of the year. Remember for yeah. Facebook because yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, we like we are all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all Harambe. Yeah, we're all Harambe. Um, as far as uh, you know, 2023 predictions here and where this is all going. I don't know what's going to happen with social media. I'm real curious to see that. Um, we've talked about Facebook a lot this year and, uh, and the tanking of that stock, uh, but we're also just seeing less and less use out of it. Um, Twitter is fucking wild. Uh, I know after work, you guys were saying there's a bunch of people now in your feeds that you guys hate. Um, yeah, Twitter sucks. Yes, but that's what I've had for six years, and I, I was saying that. So that is the algorithm that keeps people on it, and then you start to respond to the hatred or you read the hatred and then you get caught in the threads and it keeps you on the app longer that has always been the algorithm of twitter uh if you thought it was going to change when elon got there i that is one thing i did not think would change um however i thought it would be even on the other side and uh uh i'm I'm hearing that from everybody people like there's so many people i don't follow and fucking hate and i was like well that's the way it was for us for six years so um i understand it's I wonder where it goes. I think if you're Musk, um, was it you, Giorgio, who brought up like video and video podcasts and all that stuff going to Twitter? 
Um, I brought up the Everything app similar to WeChat, which is why he's having that fight with Apple so much mm -hmm. and why he was just visiting Apple's headquarters and staring at the reflecting pond. Uh, if he wants to be one of these Everything apps uh, and do a lot of financial transaction tradings, he has to get past the 30% walled garden there. Um, so that's kind of his issue uh i don't Got think it. i don't think he's going to be hosting video because that's just like too expensive to be honest to not be yep. ad supported um at least high high resolution video mm -hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't speculate you'd see anything over uh 1080p for quite some time i i'm fine with 1080p i think 4k i think it's too much man um i mean we're recording and distributing even more than that some places but i i don't I, we are but i mean as far as like as a as a human being do you really need to see into the pores of somebody's soul here i mean, I mean that's I, that's not technically like what it is like we've seen high resolution images for a long time we've had cameras like photo cameras that can take 6k and 8k photos yeah for, for quite and i know some time. and i know it exists like i know the cameras exist i think up to 16k Right now, a uh, buddy of mine was talking about those reds, those red cameras that were going into 16K, and I'm like, that's just too much. Like, daddy will throw a little powder on before all these shows. Uh, otherwise, I'd look like fucking Steve Bannon on here because of the, the high resolution. I don't want to see it go any fucking higher than that. Jesus Christ, man, that would be a lot. Um, but yeah, I remember never, the, it's never going to be used for, for distribution upon social medias because like to store all that and then to like display it and transfer that over networks is going to be really, really hard and takes up a lot of data. Uh, yeah. The, the only place I like it that high of a resolution is sports. And I think, uh, the NFL has done a real, all of them. The NFL has done a good job, um, with all that shit and the 8k images and, and UFC and, and everybody else. Um, so I enjoy that. Uh, I just read this morning though, that UFC is going to jack up their pay-per-view another $5. Yeah, of course they are. God, damn. who's going to pay it's it's so next year it's going to be $79.99 a fight. Mm -hmm. You're starting to get in a danger zone there. Of, I mean, Ross, what are you going to do? Are you going to watch one FC on Amazon prime? No, I'll, t I'll tell you what I'm going to do though. Why? Because mighty mouse is fighting. Again. I'll but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I I'll get the illegal streams. Every other week, dropping 80 bucks with everything else going up and inflation and all that other shit. I, and I would understand, and this was an argument this morning that I read. I would understand if that money, that extra money was going to the fighters themselves, but it ain't. So it is eventually. Not for a while. Not it next is, year. It is. Um, but also just go to a bar. Get some friends, you know. But uh, even a bar, like a bar will charge a cover. Yeah, 10 bucks. Uh, right. But then you're getting rocked. I mean, if I'm there... Like, let's, let's take a hard AF seltzer. Like, if you get those at a bar, because we're in a bunch of bars and restaurants, well, yeah, because of an 8%, you know, we sell them by the case, so we don't control any of that. If they sold it for a dollar, they sell it for a dollar. If they sell it for eight, they sell it for eight. But I've heard in different bars and restaurants that it is landing in that 7 to $8 range, and it's like, all right, I'm going to have eight of those um, at least, because the and UFC is long. And get wheelchaired out of there? Well, it's it's long. So UFC is you're there for a good three hours, um, and I used to do it back in the day because I enjoyed it. Like I I genuinely enjoy sitting with people and strangers and just watching a sporting event, touching them. Nah, sometimes yeah, fuck it. Um, but I remember the Ronda Rousey fight. That was the first time Jesse, my wife, was like, "Hey." They're showing that Ronda Rousey fight at Buffalo Wild Wings. It was, we were in Wilmington. And, uh, and I was like, oh, do you want to go to that? She's like, yeah, I think that'd be fun. 
We were there for like three hours and racked up a bill. It was the same thing. It was a cover. And then we racked up a bill for three hours. You can do that at Buffalo Wild Wings. Sneakily Ooh. at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Boss. People don't realize. I, it came in around about 250 that yeah, night. You get two apps. So you get like Man. queso and then maybe like something else as another app. And then you get, you know, 12 wings a piece, maybe 16 wings a person. I was slow rolling it too. Dude. I was going couple, six couple, wings, six wings, six wings. And then all of a sudden that bill came in the end. And I was like, all right, shit, with cover and everything else. I dropped two fifty and uh, and didn't even blink. I mean, you could do forty five, fifty bucks a person, easy. I mean, you yes. did more than that, but I'm yes. just saying, even trying oh, to be yeah. conservative, walking in there, yeah, yeah which yeah, you know yeah. is how they get you. It is, it is. So with with the prices going up, that means more bars will have to charge these covers sauces, and all this their shit. Their sauce selection, there's look, nothing I'm like a, it. Like I'm a fan of of BW three. I haven't been or, in uh, years, Wild Wings, Wild Wings. but like going and being able to get like four different sauces mm-hmm. and then extra sauce on the side, like that Parmesan garlic. I mean, this is not a BW three's ad, but like holy. If it was, um, I, look, if they were a sponsor, I'd be fucking amped about it. But yeah, I, I'm in. I like I all the food there is. Uh, it's good. I, I'll never do boneless. It's just not my fucking thing. But why not? Why not oh just God, sprinkle some boneless? I don't do like, it. Even though it's a nug. Nah, you dude. know it's a nug. Nah. That's, that, that's the nug life. Yeah, but why not? If I'm going nugs, I'm going someplace else, dude. Where? McDonald's? I'm going someplace else. No, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Those Chick-fil-A Actually, nuggets are... Why has no one really tried to hit that like gourmet upper echelon of nugget? So they're trying. Um, the other day, I drove through McDonald's to get some stuff for my kids. Uh, I hadn't been there in a while. They're offering now a 20-piece nugget pack with a basket of fries, which was never a thing at McDonald's. So you get a whole fucking basket of French fries with the 20-piece like nugs. Is it like a case almost? Y- yeah. So you're kind of just rolling out of there with that. And I was like, all right, shit, are we trying to up the nugget game? Um, so I'm not against it. Hat Creek has decent nuggets around here. Um, if, you've, if you've got kids out there... You know the fucking nugget at every goddamn place in America. Does, do point. nuggets have to be in that circular oval shape? Because like like, no. like like really like how are we differentiating between nugget and strip? They with Chick Fil A they broke the mold and they were like, hey, we're just gonna go like whatever the shape is, the shape is. We're gonna have the best chicken. We're gonna fry this up. Whatever it comes out at, great. McDonald's, you're getting a circle or you're getting the boot nugget. And that's it. Boot nuggets, my favorite because it's greater to dip in. And I'll, I'll, I'll like if I had all boots versus all circles, and if that was an option at McDonald's, I'd do it. You know where Chick Fil A loses me though? Where's that? With the naked nuggets. Oh yeah, I, no, I, I can never get down on this. There's no. It's way. like you just cut a chicken breast into pieces. Nope. Like like, like yeah. are you taking the piss? Like like what is going on here? Same with the uh, Hooters wings. They've got a, a Daytona. It's called a Daytona. So oh, it's off like the Daytona's. menu. But no, it's, I, I know it's naked, dude. About. I don't yes. do it. I can't do it. Why? It. It's like a Jack Daniel's sweet sauce kind of thing. If I'm going to Hooters, dude, I'm getting those breaded wings, dog. That's what that's what they're known for. Um, and the fucking I, like, you're not going for the waitresses anymore. It are is, we on Patreon? Yeah, we are. Okay, so we can say whatever we want now. But um, the waitresses at Hooters, we talk about a drop off in 2022. Holy shit! Yeah, they're taking fives. If that, I mean, that's that's generous these days. Like, what happened? What happened that the hot girls just didn't want to work at Hooters anymore? Like, you want to tell your waitress to put clothes on. Yeah, some of them. I would go, I'll, this is going to be an aggressive <laughs> statement, but I'll, I would say Twin Peaks has hotter waitresses than Hooters. No. What's that coffee place that does it too? Uh, there's one with tits out in Seattle. Yeah, that's so you can drive there, yeah. through and, and have the titties out. 
And you know those are going to be some naturals up there in Seattle. Like there's not, you're not going to see fake titties in the window when you get coffee. You're going to see some. You gonna, are they going to make heavies. them put little hair nets under their arms? There? Not sure. Not sure how that's going to shake out up there. Uh, you, did, will she hit you with some fresh milk, like a little squeeze? I bet you if you threw her a 20, she would. If you lactated in that shit, dude, that's some, that's some <laughs> gourmet fucking shit right there. She, she hits you with the pour over, the slow, the yep. Dan, the Dan, the yep. kettle. Yep. And, and then, then she just, just a fucking squirt of booby juice right in there on top of it. Let's go. Let's start the day. It would be a little sour. be a little tart, you know? be a little tart in that's that That's why you get, get some donut holes to go to, a little sweet to balance it out. I know. I'm with you, dude. I'm this, with you. This is terrible. We are. We are, we are. Who fucking cares? We're on Patreon. We can do whatever we want. Last show of the year here. God damn it. Uh, but uh, other than that, fuck, man. Um, 2022 is kind of just a shitty year all the way around. I want to get out of it. I don't know. I said that last year. It wasn't shitty. It was just hella mid. It's not. All the inflation and all this shit, like, you know, and I raged about this yesterday, but like all the inflation and interest rates going up, like even the Wall Street Journal this morning had a thing of like, why aren't, why aren't people buying houses anymore? I, nobody can afford a fucking eight and a half interest rate. What do you, what do you, what the fuck do you think it is? Um, inflation and costs just in general across the board have made this year depressing where I don't think I've ever looked at receipts so many times from gas, you know, that gas shit that was, you know, it's the prices have come down now. Um, magically, I don't really know why it was fucking Putin's tax. I mean, that war's still going on. Why did fucking prices come down? Um, but uh, so that was all bullshit. But th- those gas prices filling up at the tank and it would just cut off like every credit card would cut off at $75. And you're like, sweet, that's half a tank. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Didn't things kind of work out in the end because you got that sweet rental deal? No. And I'll think, I mean, I don't really know super, I don't know finances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wanted to get rid of that place um, altogether. You had bad bad vibes? Me, yes. Um, I I did. And and a lot of things went wrong uh, in my life there and everything else. And I I just wanted to get rid of that place. Right. And now it's kind of haunting you a little bit. Yeah. So I wanted it for that reason. Um, the rent thing, too, you also feel guilty about where you're just like, Jesus Christ. Man. All right, so here, next, like after a year, mm-hmm. when, when, that, when their lease is up, yep. I, I take it over at the uh, mortgage value. I pay, so you just, you just mortgage is flat. Sure. And then I just uh, I party out of it. You know, I just, I really turn up. I, I hard AF house it. It's I, a, I, it's, here's the thing. So it's a fucking beautiful, it's got a pool it, beautiful now. house, right? It's beautiful across the board. Um, because we had the flood. Arizona State dropouts. Well, here's the thing. We had the flood, right? So the, the entire first floor is brand new, and Jesse got to design it however she wanted. Like, imagine giving your wife or girlfriend the power to design an entire fucking floor. Distracted for so long. I mean, it's, but it, you're, you're never going to have a happier wife than that, ever. Or a, or a girlfriend who's going to design their dream kitchen, like from top to bottom, where you're getting all the fucking backsplash and the bullshit. And the, I mean, it's got the, the shelves that, you know, there's no cabinets because you're, oh, it's modern. We can fucking just stare at the bowls in the kitchen. Like, because it feels like a restaurant. Shit. Yes. And it's, it, it's beautiful, right? The pool is brand new. It's beautiful. We actually discussed this of do we turn it into a content house and, uh, and do that? 
The only problem is uh, daddy had to take some equity out of it on the back end um, because the seltzer was doing so well that I needed, we needed more cans and I needed to invest more. Um, that's my own problem, not anybody else's, obviously. But had I not had done that, Jesse and I genuinely discussed just giving it to you and like fucking Joel to just shoot wild shit, do whatever the fuck you wanted and go nuts in there and, uh, and then have a fun. Cause the pool parties there are fucking epic. I mean, epic. Uh, and then the barbecue area and all that other shit, like you guys could have torched it and it's on a fucking acre and a half. I mean, you guys could have rode fucking dirt bikes or whatever you wanted back there. Like, I mean, or how many bedrooms was it? Four. I could have four different OnlyFans productions going simultaneously. Thought, no lie. We, Jesse and I thought about that too. Swear to God. If we turned it into... So here was the idea. Like a nice one. There's a camera in each, each room. You just rent the room out for whatever you want to shoot the scene. Take it a step further. Hey, we're Patreon. It's Patreon. All right, all right. I'll take it a step further. Here was the actual discussion. Okay? Get a bunch of hot gun bunnies in there and have them play video games on Twitch all day. Right? The monetization of that would be fucking massive. And then if you were shooting, if you were taking their fan bases and then shooting only fans on the side and then cross promoting through both and then turn that house into that, holy fucking shit, that would have been a gigantic moneymaker. And then you would have had to have gone through the casting. That was the only thing of like, hey, go through the casting, put it in every room, do all the shits, uh, and then maintain it and monetize it. Uh, Because we have, like you take Heather. Like, Heather's a, a great friend of yeah, ours. Yeah, but she's established. Uh, she is now, right? But before, that's what Jared and all those guys did was like, hey, dude, we believe in you. I mean, Caleb lives at his house. Yes, right? dude. We, and, and I love Caleb. Those guys are super fucking talented. But if it weren't for Jared putting them together in a house and giving them all the equipment and everything to shoot all day long, um, I mean, that if you look at their followings now, they're massive. And that's exactly... That's the beauty of Jared and the magic of Jared is like he's always had that foresight for fucking 15 years to do all of this shit, put all these people together and create all that shit. But uh, Jesse and I had actually, that was this very serious discussion for you to do and, uh, and then split it with you profit wise of, of whatever it made because that would have been gangbusters. And I don't even, I like, I wouldn't, like the neighbors next door are cool as shit. They just would have thought it was hilarious. Uh, the rest of the neighborhood definitely would have been pissed off, and they, they already hate me. Um, but uh, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? You plunk down money, you own a house, do whatever you want in the goddamn place. Uh, as long as it's within the rules, you're not fucking chucking, you know, lighting, lighting the yard on fire or whatever. Um, and I hated the neighbors behind us. It would have been great for you just to be shooting fucking nude women in the pool all day. It would have been, I would have loved it for us and for you, Giorgio. And it was, it was discussed, but... Uh, the other back end of it had to pay for the other shit. So, yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, as far as this year goes, man, I, 2021, I know when we did the show last year, just wanted to get out of COVID and kind of have that over, which it, it was. But then you kind of came into inflation and um, prices for gas, food, everything else going through the roof. And, like, that's a whole a recession. The recession started in, you know, once you look back at it now, um, obviously hindsight is always 2020. This, the recession really started around the last week of May, first week of June. Um, media will never tell you that, but I can tell you from a business aspect and everything else, uh, and especially advertising budgets behind the scenes. Um, that's when it really started and people started to slash and then all the prices, 
uh, have still not slowed down for for food and materials and costs and all that other shit. So, yeah, I wasn't real stoked with 2022. Hopefully 2023 is uh, different and it starts out uh, better, but I don't know that it will. I'm, I've got my eye on 2024. I think that's when we kind of rebound from all this shit. Most recessions, typically like the worst of it, last for about 18 months and then you're able to come slowly out of it at that point and if you follow that model that won't be until probably spring of 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 2024 when we kind of start to come out of it Um, as far as predictions for 2023 uh big ones go i i don't know how we avoid a war in 2023 um at this point especially after what happened last night um i don't know how you avoid it and uh with who Russia can't even beat their fucking neighbor. Uh, I, I agree, but I think they will launch something after putting their president on, on live TV in front of Congress. They're not doing shit. I th- I, look, Putin's 70, and we'll talk about this later, but uh, if there was a guy to do it who's dying, why wouldn't it be him at that point? Um, and he that, doesn't that, ha- I mean, he doesn't have a button where he can just launch stuff. It has to go through like 20 people. It's not, it's not happening, I and he's not going to do it anyway. I don't know. I'm, I'm not so sure because I, I again, I'm, I would, I would bet my house on it, my I, literal house. But, but here's the other part of this: is I'm not so sure that our government doesn't want it, um, doesn't want a war. That was the lot. That was the first time where I had seen Republicans and Democrats cheer for something that I completely disagreed with. I mean, uh, did you I, miss the invasion of Iraq? Well, the invasion of Iraq. If you if you look back at it, right. Uh, are you talking about 91 or are you talking about 2000s? 2003. Okay, 2003. So with that, we were sold like a false bill of goods of like there was weapons of mass destruction and all that other shit. So as, the, as an American public, I think everybody went in with that of like, well, they got these fucking weapons. We must be going there for that. And then you didn't find out till later that that's, that's not what it was. So um, this one, I, we, we don't really have a dog on either fucking side of this. So it's strange. Uh, but again, we'll talk about that on fake news and we'll be live here in 40 minutes. So hop on over to YouTube. In the meantime, uh, I hope everybody's uh, uh, having a great holiday out there. I hope you're able to, uh, to get through it safely. I know there's uh, bad weather across the nation. A bunch of flights are getting canceled right now and all that other shit. And, uh, and it's going to get worse over the weekend. So hopefully you guys are all safe and, uh, and healthy. Uh, I can't thank you enough for everything um you've done for for us this year and the shows and and everything else all your support on patreon uh it means a lot to us uh jesse would love to be here obviously but um with the schools being shut down because it's chilly in texas uh it's super bizarre but not totally out of the question i guess i don't fucking know it's odd and hopefully 2023 is better, but uh, not real hopeful. Let's keep an eye on 2024. Let's just try to get through 2023 together. Uh, and if you haven't gone to iTunes and rated the show a five-star and left a quick review, stop it. Stop doing that. Just, just pick up the phone and do it, all right? Just go to Ross Passion Revolution, drop the fucking five-star, leave a review on iTunes and Spotify. That's it. We hit 10K in reviews on, on all of these shows. I'll never ask you again. I don't care. Uh, but they care. Fucking advertisers care. So we appreciate it uh, to everybody who sent something in or stopped by the studio or bought a 12-pack of seltzer or a case or, or multiple case, anything. Um, bought merchandise, a flannel, a fucking hat from drinkingbros.com. 
Know that we are extremely grateful uh, for it. That is literally the only thing that keeps all of this shit going and keeps the lights on. Um, it was very important that we bought our own property because if you're recording crazy shit like this and fuck shit up or have the, the guests that we have on, the, on these shows um, on a daily basis, typically people who are renting something like that, if they were to catch on to it, wouldn't be that kind. We got lucky at the last building only because it was a breakfast place and it closed at uh, noon. And we usually start at noon, so uh, they were out of there and they had no fucking idea the entire time. But I can tell you when we bought this place and we were out of there and, uh, and we did the, the final walkthrough and they looked around the walls and every, all the weird shit that was in that office and they were like, what the fuck were you guys doing in here for two years? Uh, and then the one guy who was their realtor was like, I know what these fucking guys do. And he wasn't that cool. And he looked right at me. So clearly he had listened to, to one or multiple of these shows and was amped to get us the fuck out of there. But uh, uh, the owners of that building had no idea. Um, so thank you for all of this in this life. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. We appreciate it. Even though she's not here for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Feliz Navidad. Thank you.